all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Oh, what's going on, everybody? This is Bishop Foreman, Pastor of Harvard Church, the People's Bishop. We are live tonight for prayer. It's Monday night. You know it's the right time to pray. Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray. And I encourage you to mark it in your calendar, make it a priority for you. When prayer is a priority for you, you're going to see results like you've never seen, like you've never imagined that you could experience in your life. Come on in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. In just about a minute or so, we'll be adding our Instagram family uh, as well to join with us in prayer. And it's going to be amazing. Guys, this is the last prayer of the 11th month of 2020. Can you believe that we are already virtually uh, to the end of this month. And what I can tell you uh, is that um, this last month is going to be the best month of 2020. Bishop Foreman, why do you always say things like that? Um, Because life and death are in the power of your tongue. And if there's anything that we see consistently throughout scripture uh, is there is the power of what we speak, the power of our words. The Bible says, as he is, so are we. He is a speaking spirit. Everything that God created, he created it by speaking it. Uh, In fact, what he speaks become his hands. We see that. Uh, And so in all of that, that's why I believe so um, uh, so much in that principle because it's all throughout scripture and you see the results of it in your life. All right, we're going to go ahead and add our Instagram fam. Both the Bishop Foreman and Harvard Search Instagram pages are joining us now. We are live everywhere on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Hello to you all on both the Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church Facebook pages. Welcome to you all, as well as Bishop Foreman Harvest Church YouTube and the Bishop Foreman Harvest Church Instagram. And finally, last but not least, our Periscope family. So come on in, everybody. It is time to pray. It's Monday night and the feeling's right uh, because you're getting ready to start a new month. In the morning, really technically, biblically speaking, the evening begins the night prior. So roughly 6 p.m. today, um, the biblically speaking, we are already in December 1st. So let me be the first to welcome you to December. Can I just get you to type that on the screen? Welcome to December. Welcome. Welcome to December. Biblically speaking, the Bible says that in the evening and the morning were the first day and so on. And so we are really already in the month of December. So I want to welcome you to December, the last piece of this month, which is over this year, which is going to be the best part of this year for you. Come on. I need you to type that on the screen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And as you are welcoming uh, and walking into December, we believe that it is going to be the best of um, these last 12. So welcome to December. Um, As we begin prayer tonight, I want to ask you to do this. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. So I'm going to ask that you would share prayer tonight. 
on Instagram, share it on Facebook, share it on YouTube. If you don't know how to share it, then text it to somebody so that they can watch and be a part of prayer tonight. It's going to be powerful as it always is. Uh, and I certainly want for uh, all of us to be a part of that and to be able to move in this. All right. So come on in. Come on in. We are in the month of December, biblically speaking, already. And uh, we're going to set this thing off with prayer. We're going to make sure that we bring a close to November and that we bring a great welcome to the month of December. As you are sharing tonight, let me just give you a couple of quick announcements and then I'm going to move uh, in prayer tonight. Number one, if it's your very first time on prayer, even if you're watching the replay, we're so glad that you're with us tonight. Do me a favor, just wave or say, uh, uh, it's me. Just wave or say, it's me. Do the hand wave emoji, say it's me. If it's your very first time on prayer, all we want to do is welcome you and say, hello, how you doing? We're glad you're on prayer tonight. I'm glad that you're with us. We gather together every Monday night across a myriad of digital platforms, including the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network and the Harvest Channel, uh, to pray. And I encourage you to mark this time in your schedule. Like, put it in your schedule. Don't, don't wait for the alert to pop up, especially with social media these days where it, it may or may not alert you. It may or may not show you. Don't do that. Put it in your calendar and uh, so that you can be a part of it, regardless of what platform you look at. Every single Monday night, let's make this time matter. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Come on, type that on the screen. I get to pray. Yes, we get to pray. We don't have to pray. We get to pray. Prayer is something that God gives us the privilege to be able to do. Uh, and so we got to take advantage of that. Think of it this way. Um, it is like having, it's not, it's not like it is having access uh, to who's above everybody else, right? Um, if you were to go, if you had an issue with a company, you might want to go to a manager. You might want to go to the owner to deal with the issue that you have. Well, we get to go to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am. We get to pray. So if there's anything that I hope, especially for those of you who are connected um, to Harvest in any way, if there's anything that I hope that you get is that um, when prayer is a big deal, it's a big deal because this is how we get things done. All right. Uh, prayer gives us a plan. Prayer does not replace uh, the plan. Prayer gives us the plan. Prayer doesn't replace action. Prayer teaches us how to act. All right. As so I want to always encourage us in that regard. All right. So if it's your first time, welcome. Let me say a couple of other things real quick and then we're going to go in. Also, if you don't have our mobile app, um, today will be the last day that we're going to be talking about our old text group of uh, 59769, all right? Uh, over the next few days, you're going to be transitioning to a new text number, and uh, and so you can look on that for social media and then the announcements and what have you. Um, so today will be the last day we mentioned that. So if you don't have our app, you can text the word HARVEST to 59769. Can I get a few to type that on every platform? Text the word HARVEST. The five nine seven six nine, and when you do that, uh, you will be able to connect with us and get our app, uh, as well as a variety of different resources. Every message is on there. The podcast, why? Because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. There's so many great resources that are in that app that are available for you. All right, so make sure that you. Text Harvest, can I get a few of y'all to type that? I'm not saying y'all type it. Come on. Text the word Harvest. Text Harvest to 59769. Uh, let me also say this. If you're in the Atlanta area, I'm so excited I'll be in Atlanta again. It's been a while just, just due to the uh, everything happening with the travel and what have you. But I will be... Um, in Atlanta um, uh, next Sunday evening and uh, Monday and Tuesday. So next Monday, I will be doing prayer from Atlanta and uh, I'm there uh, getting some things, the groundwork laid uh, as we move to the next phase uh, to God be the glory for Harvard Church Atlanta, right? So if you're in the Atlanta area, do me a favor, just type Atlanta or hashtag ATL or just put ATL on the screen. Just let us know you're from Atlanta. I'm going to encourage you to find out more about how you can be 
a part of that launch team. To do that, all you have to do is text H-C-A-T-L to 59769. Again, I got to get in the habit because after today, it'll be a new text number. So I got to get in the habit of the new text number. So, all right. So there's that. Um, so in that, um, let's move in this. Text H-C-A-T-L to 59769 if you're interested in being a part of that. So many people, so many amazing responses, so many pastors, too, that are saying, Bishop, I see what you're doing. I want to be a part of that. So we welcome you and we welcome those that even have you know been in ministry, leaders, etc. We welcome you to be a part of what we're doing. All right. Uh, last thing I want to say before we jump into prayer tonight. If, you, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video, especially over here on this Harvest Church Instagram channel. Let me get y'all to share it a bit more. Uh, one of the other things that I want to say um, real quickly is, has this uh, series, Sees a Bad Mama Jama? This series, so we ended it yesterday, Introducing Mary. Jesus mama. And uh, of course, we're going into a brand new series on Wednesday. I teach the series at Harvest because I want you to get results. Same reason we do prayer. I want to do that. All right. So type results, type results, type. Yes, you can try that. Come on. Yes. All right. Um, so I need you to type results on the screen. Everything that a harvest does is about results. Everything that I do is about results. It's not just doing stuff just to do stuff. It's about you seeing results in your life. That's what drives us. That's what drives me is you getting results, not just religious rhetoric and nice Christian talk and all of that. It's about you seeing results in your life. And so that's why I teach in series. I see the series has been incredible. Come on, what else? Talk to me about how this series has blessed you, what this series has spoken to you. Y'all talk to me about results, uh, uh, about what this series is done. We, we talk, I introduced you to Hannah. We talked about Hannah's life and how the Bible says that the Lord closed her womb. There are certain things that God does to see how you will respond. There are certain things that God uses to provoke you. Uh, the Bible says that Hannah was provoked by Penina. And for some of you, um, you have been provoked. And so as we open in prayer, um, we're going to start with some basics, but then we're going to move into each of the uh, w uh, women that I introduced you to. And we're going to get to uh, this past week. And then the Lord gave me something very specific tonight to um, to cover in prayer um, tonight, especially as it relates to decisions and things like that. As now is the time for you, if you haven't already, to begin laying the groundwork for your 2021. Make this declaration that we're going to prayer. Everybody, you say it on Uncommon Gospel and Harvest Channel. You say, uh, you y'all you, type it, but you say it on Uncommon Gospel and the Harvest channel. Say, my next 12 will be my best 12. My next 12 will be my best 12. My next 12 will be my best 12. And for those who say, Bishop, I feel like I say good stuff, but it doesn't happen. That right there is why it doesn't happen. Because the moment you plant it, you uproot it with your mouth. The same way you plant a seed is the same way you uproot a seed. And if you plant words of faith, if you plant God's word concerning your life, then you uproot it like that. What ends up happening is that you kill the seed. So then at the end of the day, you don't have any seed. You don't have anything in the ground because you killed it with your words. All right. So I need you to kill your negativity and make that declaration. My next 12, come on, will be my best 12. All right. Uh, I, I look at looked at Mary, Jesus, mama differently. Come on. What else? Talk to me about what else from this series has blessed you. What else from this series has blessed you? As you're making that declaration. What else from this series has blessed you? What else from this series has spoken to you? What else? Come on. Y'all talk to me. What else? Hannah and Mary made a song for their season. Wasn't that good? Both of them wrote a song for the season of life they're in. We're going to go into that more in depth on Wednesday at church. Now, your song has to be new. You can't be singing the same old sad love song. You can't be singing the same old song that you were the first part of this year. This is not that. I saw my past, my present, and my future. That's good. Come on, what else? 
All right. Uh, I'm seeing some other. Uh, Mary was bitter, but at the same time, she was faithful. That's interesting because sometimes in life you can be in, in a paradox, right? Where there's part you are faithful, but there's parts of you that are that are like that are uh, creating questions that create quandaries on the inside of you. Right. Um, but you remain faithful. Rahab didn't let her situation stop her. The same way you plant a seed with it uh, is the same way you uproot it. Absolutely. With your mouth. Come on. What else? What else? Some other things that have stuck out to you from this series. All right. Uh, let's see. I lost track of my comments here. Where am I at? There we go. Um, where else? Where else? This is not that. That's good. All right. All right. All right. So listen, um, while you're doing that, uh, we're going to open up. If you haven't already shared this, I need you to share this tonight. Y'all, we got 50 minutes left to go into prayer. Please, please, please. Um, it's set aside this time on a weekly basis. Uh, we don't do this because we have nothing else to do. I don't do this because I have nothing else to do. I do this because I love spending this time with you so that we can pray together. And for most of you, this is going to be the largest segment of time in your week where you're going to pray consecutively. So let's make it matter. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name. We bless you, sir, and we honor you. We thank you for the privilege that we have to pray. We thank you for this time tonight. God, we thank you for getting us through the first 11 months of 2020. Father, this was a year where this time last year we were preaching that all things would be new. Zero means all things new. Not a new beginning, but all things are new. Meaning what is this year has no connection to anything that was prior. And that's exactly what you have done, God. And we say thank you. And we give you the glory and the praise. Thank you for getting us to this stage. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for getting us over obstacles. Thank you for getting us through grief. Thank you for getting us through pain. Thank you for getting us through this pandemic, God. In the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for even causing us to prosper in the midst of the pandemic. In Jesus' name, God, we give you honor and praise tonight. Your word says, into your gates with thanksgiving, and your courts with praise. And that's exactly what we do. We praise you tonight because you're faithful, because you're awesome, because you're loving, because you're merciful, because you're kind, because you are the lover of our souls. Love is both compassion and truth, God. That means that you tell us the truth while at the same time loving us into being better. You tell us the truth of ourselves, but at the same time compelling us and, and challenging us to be better in Jesus' name. And for that, we say thank you. God, as we navigate in prayer tonight, we confess our sins before you, which are many, God. We are so grateful that we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy in our time of need. And Father, we confess our sin before you, our sin. That's the mistakes we've made, our iniquity. That's our generational curses that we've practiced, things we were supposed to break, but instead we continue. We ask you for forgiveness for that tonight in Jesus' name. And additionally, Father, we ask for forgiveness for our transgression, the stuff we knew we had no business doing, but we did anyhow. We say, please forgive us, God. In Jesus' name. And we're thankful, Father, that your word says, Lord, that if we confess our sin before you, you are faithful and you are just. You are faithful and you are just. How are you just? Because you paid the price 2,000 years ago. There had to be a price paid for what we would do. And you decided 2,000 years ago, you would pay that price indefinitely, which means you've covered every past sin, you've covered every current sin, and God, you've even covered any future sin, any future stuff we would get ourselves into. We are covered under the blood. Come on, y'all type, I'm covered, I'm covered, I'm covered. 
We are covered under the blood. That's why there is no condemnation for us. You cannot condemn us. You cannot throw our failures in our face. You cannot throw our mistakes in our face. You cannot throw our iniquity in our face. Why? Because we are covered. We are covered in the name of Jesus. And because we are covered, Father, there is now no condemnation. God, you convict us, but you don't condemn us. You convict us, but you don't condemn us. You convict us, but you don't condemn us. Conviction says, come up higher because you are better. Condemnation says, you are so low. That's why you did that. No, you don't condemn us, but you convict us, God. You cause us to be better than we are. You call us up higher. God, we're thankful that in this month of December 2020, that we would come to the highest and best version of ourselves yet. Father, that you have been perfecting those things that concern us, including us. And we declare that, Father, we're wiser, we're smarter, we're better. We have more patience. We're more spiritual. We're more loving. We're more kind. We're more patient. Father, everything about us, we declare it's better. We declare it's better. We declare it's better now. In Jesus' name. Father, we go further in prayer tonight. And Father, we pray for those. Can I get you to put the initials of people you know that don't know the Lord? Father, like we've been doing the last several weeks, we cover those and we make intercession for those. We sit in the seat of the intercessor. That means we go to you, uh, to God on behalf of those that can't go to God on their own. And we pray for them tonight, God. We call them into salvation this year. We declare that they'd be saved and serving. Come on, put their initials on the screen. Somebody you know that does not know the Lord. Somebody that you know that's lukewarm, but they in and out. They wishy-washy. They half in one day, half out the other day. Father, we cover these names right now. In Jesus' name. And Father, we sit in that seat of intercession. Father, we are mature. What does that mean? We are not just coming to you for what we can get from you, but we are those that come to you for what others can get. We are those that come to you, God, like those men. That lowered their friend down to the house where you were preaching so he could get healed. Father, we are intercessors, God. We don't need a special title to do it. We don't need a special position to do it. We don't need a special department to do it. We don't need a special badge to do it. We are the prayer warriors. Come on, y'all. We are the warriors that will go in the realm and the spirit and fight to see results. This is how we fight our battle. Second Chronicles 2020 says, Father, that when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, you set ambushes against their enemies, which means we fight differently than other people fight. Other people have to cuss and act a fool. We can pray about it. Other people have to holler and scream. We can pray about it. Other people got to go shoot stuff up. We can pray about it. Other people have to get messy on social media. We can pray about it. We fight our battles in the realm of the spirit so that it will lessen what we have to do in the natural. Come on, y'all. I feel like praying tonight. In Jesus' name, Father, we call salvation to those initials that we just placed on the screen. We pray that they be faithful, Father. We rebuke whatever has got them distracted. We rebuke whatever's got them off track. We rebuke whatever's got them tied up, tangled up, wrapped up in their own stuff. And we pray, God, that this year, if nothing else, this year should show them, Father, that if you are not with them and covering them and for them, nothing can protect them. We pray, God, that you would draw them unto yourself. Your word says that no man comes to the Spirit unless, uh, to you, Lord, unless the Spirit draw him. So we say draw. Everybody type draw. We descend, We say draw. Right now, in the name of Jesus, draw them, God, from whatever circumstances they're in. Draw them for whatever false beliefs they're in. Draw them for whatever false doctrine they listen to. Draw them, God, from being distracted with social media. Draw them, God, from being distracted with bad relationships. Draw them 
from being distracted with their own emotions. Draw them from being distracted with their own issues and their own selves tonight. In the name of Jesus. And we declare salvation comes to them. Come on, y'all, let's pray. God, now we make supplication. What is that? We pray for other Christians. Can you put the initial of another Christian? It can be more than one that you know need some backup in the spirit tonight. That you don't need some prayer tonight. Will you put their initials on the screen? God, we pray for them tonight. We sit in the seat of supplication now. That means, God, that we back up somebody else's prayer, that we back up somebody else's uh, 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 request of you, God. They're not out there by themselves because we are fighting with them and we are fighting for them. And God, we pray that the supplication we sow for them, that we would reap that for ourselves. God, that what we are sowing for them, we'd even reap for ourselves, God. You said that whatever we sow, you will not be mocked, that that is what a man shall also reap. So God, we pray that as we pray for them tonight, God, that there will be an army of people we don't know about praying for us. That while we are making supplication for them tonight, that there'd be an army of people that are praying for us, people we don't know about, people we uh, don't even uh, recognize, uh, people we don't even understand where their walk at is in life, that they would do the same for us. We pray that you bring them answers tonight. We pray that you bring them structure tonight. We pray that you bring them strategy tonight. We pray that you give them the right people around them, the right circle around them, the right motivators around them, the right encouragers around them, the right correction around them, the right protection around them, the right mentality. Let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. We pray, God, that they'd have the mind of Christ. Come on, y'all, let's pray. They would have the mind of Christ, which means they think about their situations the way that you think about their situations. They would think about what they're dealing with in life the same way, Father, you think about it, that they would have the attitude of a problem solver, that they would not let no problem punk them, but they would turn up and they would handle that problem. They would not let a circumstance punk them, but they would handle that circumstance. That they would not let uh, negative people punk them, but they would handle it now in the name of Jesus. And finally, Father, we cover prayer tonight over these next 40 minutes, God. We pray that you would guide and direct our tongue, that you would guide and direct our tongue, that you would give us what it is we're to pray about so that your will would be done. You said to your disciples when they asked you to teach us how to pray, you said, your will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven, which means, God, your will isn't done. That's why you have to pray for it. God, we pray that your will would be done tonight in prayer. Come on, that we would pray what you want us to pray, that we would say what needs to be prayed. That we would pray even about those things that we are fearful of praying about because we're fearful of the answer and we're fearful of the change that must come. We are those that are bold. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. And so tonight we walk in that boldness. Come on. Tonight we walk in that strength. Tonight we walk in that power. Tonight we walk in that authority now in the name of Jesus and Father. We declare that whatever we set out to accomplish this year, that we did not accomplish in the first 11 months of 2020. We declare that we will make up for it in the month of December. Whatever financial goals we didn't meet in the first 11, we declare we're going to make up for it in December. How do we know that? Because your word tells us to redeem the time for the days are evil and the days are contrary to us. In other words, that means we've got to use the time we've got 
to get done what it is we did not accomplish. So in Jesus' name, we declare that what is what December will be for us. It'll be the, the month we make up for whatever we did not accomplish in the first 11 months, for whatever we did not get done the first 11 months, for whatever we did not walk in the first 11 months. We declare that we will get it done in the month of December. Please type this on the screen. Say, I'm making up. I'm making up. We're making up for lost time. Making up for lost revenue, making up for lost growth, making up for lost whatever it is, whatever it is, making up for lost uh, 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 friendships, making up for lost relationships, making up for lost time, making up for lost energy, time that we spent sitting on the couch looking at TV and looking at Netflix, time that we spent wasting saying, well, we can't do this and we can't do that and we didn't focus on what we could do. God, we declare we're making up for in December. We will not pull back in the month of December. We will press forward with authority. We will press forward with acceleration. In the name of Jesus, we declare, God, that the month of December, we will resist the temptation to fall back. We will resist the temptation to retreat. We will resist the temptation to say, I'm going to do it next year. No, now is the time for the saints. Now is the time for the saints. Now is the time for the saints. Everybody ought to type now on every platform. Now is the time for the saints of the most high God to rise up and to possess the kingdom, God. That's what you called us to be and what you said we could have. Now faith is, now faith is, now faith is, now faith is. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That means now is the time to do it. And we declare from December 1st, through the 31st, that there will be days of productivity. Come on, let's cover this month. That there will be days of productivity. That we would see ourselves accomplishing more in terms of fitness goals, financial goals, faith goals, objectives, God. We declare that we will get it done in December. Come on, somebody, please type that. Done in December. Done in December. Business goals, ministry goals, whatever it is, whatever we have set out to achieve, we declare that we will get it done in December. So God, we pray, God, we pray for yeses. The Bible says that the promises of God, they are yes and amen. The promises of God, they are yes and amen. Second Corinthians 1 and 20. So God, we pray for yeses that would expedite what we're trying to get done. We resist the resistance. Come on. We rebuke the resistance. We pray for yeses for everything we need to achieve in December. Father, those yeses, God, would create flawless victories. That's what they used to say on that game, Mortal Kombat, flawless victory. That means the enemy didn't even touch you. That means the enemy didn't even get to you. That means the enemy didn't even reach you. God, we pray for flawless victories. And yeses in December. For every negotiation, we pray for a yes. For every deal we present, we pray for a yes. For every compromise we present, we pray for a yes. For every email where we need favor, we pray for a yes. For every uh, uh, text we need favor, we pray for a yes. For every application we need favor, we pray for a yes. Come on. We say yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Because to make up for the time, we don't need resistance. We don't need resistance to make up for the time in December, God. We pray that you would make the high places low and you'd make the low places flat. In other words, you would allow us to walk with ease. Come on. You'd allow us to walk with ease, just like you did for the children of Israel. Come on, y'all. I feel like praying. Just like you did for the children of Israel, God. When they were getting ready to cross the Red Sea, God, you, you not only moved the water, but you dried the ground and you made it so that they could walk across without interference. You gave them a yes. You blew the wind in their favor. Blow the wind in our favor in the month of December, God, so that we would be able to walk across and cross over with ease. 
that we would cross over from where we are to where we're headed with ease. That our process, God, in December, we ask you to for ease. Not because, God, we not because you're not a God of process. You are. Not because you're not a God that needs us to go through certain things. You are that God. But in December, God, we just ask you to do something like we've not seen you do it before. Make it easy. Come on, y'all. Make it easy in December. Make it easy in December. Make it so easy that we'd be like those four lepers. I feel like praying. Make it easy, God, so that we'd be like those four lepers. They said, listen, this is too good to be true. Matter of fact, this is so good, it doesn't even feel right. God, let December be so good for us, it don't feel right. Make December so great for us, it doesn't feel right. Make December have so much favor for us, we feel like we're doing something wrong, even though we're not. Father, that's how those four lepers felt. Now, in Jesus' name, when they looked at what they had, they, the, the Lord, you sent a sound into that city that made their enemies flee. We pray that what we step up to possess in the month of, uh, uh, of December, that you would cause those who currently possess it to let it go. I think they better let it go. Why? Because it belongs to us in the name of Jesus. It belongs to us. And they fled the city and they left everything there so that four lepers, four creativity, four. God, we pray that our creativity would go to another level in the month of December, that our creativity would go to another place, that we would not let a no stop us. We get creative. We get creative in how we negotiate. We get creative in how we approach it. We get creative in how we have the conversation. We get creative in how we deal with it. God, stir up our creativity. Come on, y'all. Please pray with me. Stir up our creativity, God. We are not those that are, are, are monolithic, meaning mono, one word. We are not one-worded people. Father, we are those that have access to everything that you are. So those four lepers, four lepers, lepers meaning they did not deserve what they were about to walk here because other people looked at their past and called them unclean. Father, we pray that nothing from our past or our present would interfere with our progress. Ooh, nothing from our past or our present would interfere with our progress. Come on, y'all. Nothing from our past nor our present but interfere with our progress in this month of December. Father, we cover it in the blood. We cover it in the blood. We cover it in the blood. God, we even now shift our prayers for this coronavirus uh, outbreak. And God, since it began, we have prayed for a swift end to the coronavirus outbreak. And God, that's exactly what you've done. No other time in human history have they developed a vaccine march I saw the report, God, March 16th was the first time they had the sequence of, uh, uh, they had the sequence process to begin developing the vaccine. And now they have a vaccine, back, multiple vaccines that are ready to go. That's never happened before. What does that mean? You heard us and you answered. Let that be a revelation for everybody. Now, praise with us that you hear us and that you answered. We pray now for a swift end. This coronavirus outbreak. God, and three vaccines are now ready. God, in the most uh, record, uh, history making record amount of time. That's a swift end. 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 So, God, we pray that now as we begin to exit this period of the pandemic, that every lesson we needed, we have. Everything we needed to develop, we've done. Everything you needed to develop in seclusion that you did. Everything that you needed to accomplish in us when we could not do our regular routine, God, that you've accomplished it in us. Come on, say, it is finished. It is finished. Please type that and say that. 
What you needed to do in us, it is finished. What you needed to develop in us, it is finished, God. And whatever still remains, we pray that you do it quickly. Do it in us quickly. Like you told Judas, do what you must do, but do it quickly. While I've got somewhere to go, I've got something to do. So in Jesus' name, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, wow. Come on, somebody say amen right there. Shut up tonight. I don't mean shut up literally. It's a figure of speech. Wow. All right. I just prayed for 20 minutes straight. Okay. So listen, um, if you haven't shared, come on in, like this video and share this video tonight on every platform. Even those of you who are listening to the podcast for prayer, I need you to also make sure that you share this. Thousands of you listen to the um, Command Your Week uh, Prayer Podcast. In case you didn't know, we have the Prayer Podcast too. And uh, not only that, we have the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. We've got that available as well as all of our life-giving messages. How you can get access to all of that, all of that you can get access to by texting the word HARVEST to 59769. I got to get used to not saying that number. The other number's got some fives in it too, but it's it's a different number, all right? Uh, so in all of that, um, wow, okay. Whoo, that was good to me. Um, God, I just get you to put this on the screen, swift in, swift in. Swift in, because that's what we've been praying for for this coronavirus outbreak. And I was watching, I watched the timeline on the news and they said they have never seen a timeline like this. They said it takes years to develop vaccines. We have three, they're saying, that are ready to go that they've done since the month of March. That's basically seven, eight months. And I know there's different people say different things about vaccines. I ain't talking about all that. What I'm talking about is that the end of that thing is upon us. Come on, I need you to give God glory for that. Can we give God some glory for that? God used that to get something done in the earth and he used it to get that. And again, I don't want to get into the dispute about that. I don't want to get into all that. All I'm saying is that the end of that thing is upon us. And so we give God glory for that. That, of course, we still pray for all of those who are dealing with any grief from that. If you if you know if you lost someone um, during this pandemic or you know someone that did, I just need you to do the hand wave emoji because I want to pray for you. I want to cover your grief. I want to cover your grief. Um, tomorrow night, we're doing something. It's digital. I need you to go register for it, but it's totally free. Um, it's called Group Therapy. It's going to be on all of our uh, digital channels, and there's a reason I want you to register for it tomorrow night. How do you register for it? You just um, go to our app, or you can text COMING to 59769. I see your hands that are up. If you lost someone during prayer, or excuse me, during the pandemic, excuse me. If you lost someone during the pandemic, or you know someone who lost someone, during the pandemic, uh, I just want you to put your hand up because I want to cover you in prayer. I want to cover your grief in prayer. And I want to encourage everybody, either you lost somebody or not. Grief is our natural response to loss. Grief is our natural response to loss. And so tomorrow night, we're going to do something to our online group therapy. We're going to spend a little time and uh, and give you the ability to start unpacking because I need you to go into 2021 healed. Your future needs you healed. Can I get you to type that? My future needs me healed. Wow, right? Your future does not need you um, in grief. Let me tell you why. Because if you're grieving, I just want to say this before we pray. If you are grieving, it's going to affect your ability to make good decisions because you are not present. Listen, if you are grieving, you are not going to make great decisions because the truth is you're not present. You're not present. I'm going to say it one more time. If you are grieving, it's going to affect your ability to make good decisions because you're not present. You can never make a good decision about your present from your past. Why? I want you to imagine yourself in a car. I want you to imagine yourself in a car. If I listen, I want you to imagine yourself in your car. 
if you are in your car and you're driving ahead, ahead of you, what do you have? You have your windshield. Your windshield is huge, right? Um, these windshields are huge, okay? But everybody's got your rearview mirror. And here's the deal. Could you imagine trying to drive your automobile forward using your rearview mirror? They call it your rearview mirror so you can see everything that's behind you. It is only designed when you're backing up. And I need somebody to make this declaration. I'm not backing up. Come on. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to the version I was. I'm not going back to doing life the way I used to do it. I'm not going back to those, whatever your back is. Come on. Can I get you to type that on the screen? I'm not going back and then fill in the blank. Back, back to what? Depression, anxiety, fear, panic, pain. What are you not going back to? I'm not going back to what? Fill in the blank. Come on, fill in the blank. Um, so your future needs you healed. And here's the thing. Um, you may not have actually lost anything. There's something called the paradox of grief. And the paradox of grief says this. The paradox of grief says even when something good happens, your mind can still process it as loss. Example, you can get a new job, but your mind processes it as loss. And because you process it as loss, what happens is you will end up, and, you, and what did you lose? You lost comfort of what you knew. You lost your new routine or your, your prior routine. You lost the coworkers you used to deal with, right? You lost uh, doing it the way you used to do it. So what happens? So your mind sees that as grief now. So even though you're in something good, you're grieving. Even though you're in something good, you're in grieving. Um, you can, uh, you see this happen sometimes with women where they, they would call it um, different levels of depression, postpartum depression, things like that. And this is what's really happening. It, it is that uh, in some instances, in some instances, you get this baby, you're celebrating the birth of this baby, this new thing. But this baby also represents, watch me, that you no longer carry the struggle of your labor. Y'all didn't hear that. And for some people, you want to know why some people are self-destructive? Because they no longer carry the struggle of, uh, uh, carry the labor of their struggle. They no longer carry the labor of their struggle. So if they're not struggling, they think something's wrong. So they flip on a switch that says, I, I got to do something because this is not right. I don't deserve this. So we're going to do all of that tomorrow night. And so I encourage you to be a part of that. It's at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Again, can I get a few of you to type down on every platform text coming to 59769-C-O-M-I-N-G. With the new text number, it'll be different. I think it's events or something. But anyway, it'll be released over the next few days. All right? So make sure that you do that. Um, I want to cover those of you who just said that you lost somebody during the pandemic. I want to cover your grief. Father, in Jesus' name, I cover the grieving process for every individual that just indicated that they lost somebody or they lost something during this time of a pandemic. And in Jesus' name, I cover their grief. I cover their grieving process, the five steps of grief. Father, I pray that you would get them to the acceptance stage, God, that they would not stay stuck, that they would not even think, I just heard this, that there's something different they could have done. I rebuke, I rebuke, I rebuke, I rebuke the parts of them that have regret about could they have done something different. I don't know who this is for, but my Holy Ghost is talking. Uh, the parts of them that think that had they went over there one more time, had they called them one more time, had they visited one more time, had they said something different, had they did something different. I rebuke regret. That is what the scripture calls a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. It is a place of regret. We rebuke that now in the name of Jesus. You're right, purpose. That's the bargaining stage. I rebuke that now 
in the name of Jesus. And tonight, God, we give you glory for them. We pray for them tonight in the name of Jesus and say, be healed. Go through your process, but don't want to be healed because December needs you healed. 2021 needs you healed. Your future needs you at the best version of yourself. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen right there. So listen, um, again, if you're just coming in, do me a favor, guys. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share uh, this video tonight across all of our digital platforms that we're on. Even for those of you who are listening to our um, the podcast, the prayer podcast. L let me ask you for real. How many of y'all prayers are a blessing to you? Just, just say something. Say something. Do a hand emoji. Something. If it's a blessing to you, you should share it. Anytime I have a good restaurant, I share it. Right at the end of the fast, I had a great vegan restaurant. I called people I knew and said, let me tell you about this place. It was good. Um, years and years ago, I found a restaurant. It was right, right around the corner from it that I love. And I told everybody. I mean, I put it in messages. I don't know how much money I made those people. Anything that blesses you, um, you share it. All right. So I encourage you, if you haven't shared, to share. Uh, because when you share, literally people get saved. Remember, not this past week, but the week prior, 35 people, I think something like that, a little over 35 people got saved um, during that week. And uh, and so I'm believing that many more people are going to be saved this week. All right. We're just shy. I think the number, I saw the updated number. Can we celebrate this? 493 people who have given their lives to Jesus. Come on. Let's celebrate that. Come on, let's celebrate that. We can celebrate that. Um, and so, uh, and I think it even may be different. That's the last one I saw though. But um, so maybe even more now. So when you share, people get saved. It's just as simple as that. We've got about 22 minutes left in prayer. Uh, I want to move. I want to move to this um, to this piece. I want to go through each week of this series um, that we did. She's a bad mama jam. In case you missed it, go back watching on YouTube, Harvest Channel, podcast, all of that. Um, so here's what I want to do. All right, y'all ready? Um, I want to go through each woman we introduce. And remember, fellas, that these weren't just lessons for ladies. These are lessons for men, too. Because anybody we see in the Bible is teaching us something to do, something not to do. And the people in the Bible are examples of what to do and not to do. All right. So we're going to move in that. And I want to start with Hannah. Uh, and so as we're praying, like we normally do, um, I want you to just make sure you're responding. Two things you're going to always send me to have you to do on prayer. One, do you have many? I'm going to have you to type a lot. Why? Power and agreement. Bible says wherever two or three touch agreement, it shall be done for them. When you type it, that's our digital agreement. Second thing, you're going to hear me have you to say a lot. Why? Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Your tongue is why you're triumphant or why your life is trashy. I'm just saying. Your tongue is that way. Your tongue. Your tongue does that. And I said this before. I want to say it again. A lot of people, the moment you put, you put words of faith in the atmosphere, you go kill it with something negative. You kill it with something destructive. And I want to pray over that. I want to pray over you being double-tongued. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray over our tongues. We pray, God, that our, we would not be double-tongued in what we do, double-tongued in what we say, double-tongued in how we approach life, double-tongued, God, in how we speak. We pray that we would speak. Your word says, John 6, 63, 6 and 63, that the words we speak are spirit and they bring life. Let us always speak life with everything that comes out of our mouth. Let us always speak your word with everything that comes out of our mouth. Forgive us for being double-tongued. We're on one side, we speak this, and on the other side, we speak this. Where we put it in the atmosphere, then we kill it. Where we celebrate, then we cancel. 
where we get excited and then we <laughs> then we emulate the thing, emulate the thing, which means we destroy it. Father, forgive us for that now. Forgive us for being double tongued. And what we do, and we declare God that we would be single tongued. And what did Isaiah say? Give us the tongue of the learned. Let us speak like you. You only spoke the truth. When you saw Lazarus, you didn't complain because you don't inhabit the uh, complaints of your people. You inhabit the praises of your people. Give us the grace, God, to shut our mouths. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. To shut our mouths when the things that are coming out of our mouths are messy. When the things that are coming out of our mouths are gossip. When the things that are coming out of our mouths don't build up. Not just others, but ourselves. Forgive us, God, for the negative stuff we've spoken about ourselves. Forgive us for the negative stuff we confessed about ourselves. Forgive us for saying it ain't going to work. That's why it don't work. Forgive us, God, for killing our own babies with our words. What do we mean? What do I mean? Something we're trying to produce, we aborted it with our words. Something we're trying to make happen, we aborted it with our words. Forgive us for that. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray that we would speak life. And life only. That we would speak words that build and build only. God, that you would give us a grace to be conscious of what we are saying now. In Jesus' name. Please type this on the screen and say, God, guard my tongue. God, guard my tongue. Guard my tongue. God, because my tongue, it can be double. And I'm telling you, listen, I, I'm a person that generally, I speak life. That's what I do. But I have found myself and sometimes like, hey, you need to hush. Can we just all have a hush moment? Can I just get you to put hush on the screen? If you're on a digital platform tonight, hush. Come on, Periscope. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Hush. Come on, Instagram. Hush. Sometimes you just got to hush because you're doing too much. You're saying too much and all that extra is, is killing what you're trying to do because your tongue is it's just killing it, right? It's just killing it. It's killing it. So sometimes you got to hush. Um, let's cover uh, Hannah in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray over Hannah and that message we got where we were introduced to Hannah. You used Penina to provoke Hannah to pray. You used Hannah to provoke, uh, or you used Penina to provoke Hannah to fast. So we started this month with a fast. We started this month with fasting and prayer for 21 days. God, we were not just on a diet. But God, what we were doing is we were aligning ourselves with you. We were crucifying our flesh and we were elevating our spirit. We were getting out of the way so that you could make a way. And so tonight, God, we thank you for the lessons we learned from Hannah. God, we thank you for the lessons we learned from Rahab. God, you used all of Rahab's resume, uh, Father, in her redemption, just like you will do for us. There are things in our past that we don't understand why we did it, why it happened, why we were there, why did we make that decision, why this, why that, why that. We declare that you, God, you are about to use it. You're going to use all of our resume. Nothing will be wasted. Nothing will go unused. All of our resume, all of our past will be used for our redemption in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you when we were introduced uh, uh, to Deborah and Jael. Father, we're thankful that Deborah means a bee. It means to sting. You use Deborah to sting to get Barak to go take action. So in Jesus' name, God, we pray that whatever has stung us, whatever has been painful to us, whatever created conflict, whatever prompted us into movement, we say thank you for that. Come on, y'all. 
We say thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Deborah was a judge. She was somebody that was normal and natural that you used to do something divine. That's exactly what you've called us to do. You've called us as human beings to do divine things. You have called us as natural people to do supernatural things. That's why what you called us to do requires you because it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. Come on. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. In Jesus' name. So we thank you for that right now. We thank you for JL. JL came and finished off what Barak did not finish because uh, uh, Sisera, the general of the King Jabin's army, he escaped and it looked like he got away. And God, we pray over those things that look like we lost and that look like they got away. The enemies that look like they got away, they did not. Because God, you're putting a J-L, J-A-E-L. Somebody need to put that name on the screen. Well, you're putting J-Ls in our circle. God, that are going to finish what we were not able to finish. She literally began to take uh, the tent peg and put it through the head of Sisera. She finished off what Barak thought he lost. And God, we're thankful that in this month of December, you will have JLs around us, God. And for some of us, we will be our own JL. For some of us, we're going to be somebody else's JL. Well, we're going to finish what it is that look like it had gotten over, Father, for the enemies that looked like they, they had escaped. God, you got a JL. For those that thought they were using us, God, oh my God, December's going to show them that they were not. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we pray Rahab. Father, uh, 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 for Rahab, we pray Deborah and Jay. And then, Father, we introduce the mean girls, Jezebel and her daughter, Athaliah. Father, we pray that those characteristics that we saw in those two individuals. Father, we recognize spirits don't have sex. They're not male. They're not female. They could be present in us. So God, any part of us that's like Jezebel or Athaliah, her daughter, Father, we renounce and we rebuke. We renounce and we rebuke. We don't want any parts of us. What did we learn? Being passive aggressive. That's not what you call for us to be. You call for us to speak clearly. Let our yes be yes and our no be no. In Jesus name, Father, we pray that we would not, uh, Father, try to uh, 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 come against a, a, a spiritual authority and leadership. That's what Jezebel did. God, that we would not use intimidation, manipulation, and domination to get things done. Father, forgive us for trying to fix people and fight with people to get what we want done. Either they're going to do it or they're not going to do it. And Father, we pray that in December and this month on, we would go with the goers. We would go with the goers that we would not waste one moment trying to bring somebody along on a journey they don't want to go on. We're not trying to fix anybody. We're not trying to fight anybody. We're not trying to fix anybody. We're not trying to fight anybody. In Jesus' name. You know, we pray further now uh, as we were introduced to your mama, G uh, Mary, on yesterday, God. We pray now, Father, that we learn something about her, that her name means she wished for a child. In other words, as a Hebrew woman, she wished for more. She wanted more. Then we learn from her name that her name meant rebellion. She wanted more, so to get it, she started rebelling. Forgive us, God, for the moments we did our own thing trying to get something off the ground. Come on. Forgive us for the moments we did our own thing trying to get something off of the ground, trying to make something happen. And then, God, we learned that her name meant that she became bitter. So when we see Mary, God, her name reveals her story. Her name reveals her background. Her name reveals her struggle. And Father, we're so grateful that we can learn that even in that, you still said there's something about Mary. And God, that's the same thing you say about us. 
There is something about us. That's why we still have a pulse. We still have a pulse, God, because you still have a plan. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen. I want to hit something real quick um, as we are praying. Uh, and again, if you missed any of the messages of the series, do yourself a favor and go back and look. How do you look? Um, you can go back to our, um, through our app, through our website, YouTube channel, Facebook pages, all of that. Periscope, all of that, and go back and you can look at all of that because the faithful giving of the people of Harvest, those are available for you. Um, let me say this. Um, yesterday, um, we learned something about Mary and I want to spend just a moment, just a moment on Mary. Um, and I want to cover each of these segments in prayer and then we out of here in about 11 minutes. All right. Guys, if you're just coming in and you haven't liked this video, like it. If you haven't told us where you're watching from, tell me where you're watching from. If you haven't shared it, share it. When you share, people get saved on the Harvest Channel, on Common Gospel, on all the Instagram pages, all of that. All right. Um, so in Luke chapter one, um, it says in the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel uh, to a virgin pledged in marriage uh, to a man named Joseph, who was the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Um I want to spend a little time about where she lived. Everybody type Nazareth on the screen. We're about to cover this in prayer, but I want to make sure you understand this because everybody on every platform tonight, you have a place in your life um, that you view as your Nazareth. Everybody on every platform tonight, you have a place in your life that you view as your Nazareth. N-A-Z-A-R-E-T-H. I need everybody to type that if you're on a, on a social platform. Everybody, you have a place in your life you view as your Nazareth. Here's what Nazareth means. Nazareth, geographically, it was not a valley. It was a bowl. It was a bowl. In fact, with the translations, because you have Hebrew and Greek and then other dialects, Aramaic and other things, it literally means bowl. A valley has a beginning and an end. A valley is created between two mountains. Okay. What happens is Nazareth was worse than that because Nazareth was a bowl. Literally, Nazareth was, the, the, the thought of it is you can't get out. There's no way out. How many of us have ever been in places in life where we have felt like there was no way out? Wave at me. Talk to me. How many of us have ever been in situations and circumstances in life where we felt like there was no way out? All of us have. All of us have. All of us have. All of us have been in situations like that where we felt like there's no way out. Um, and in that, that's where Mary is from. And her background is important because then you'll understand why she's bitter. For some of you, your position in life, maybe it's your physical location. Maybe it's a location in certain areas of your life. It has created some actions in your life because Mary's name, when you look at Mary, most of us look at Mary and we think of her, especially if you came from like a Roman Catholic background where they deified Mary. They made her, you know, deity, godlike. All right. Uh, and then they said she's a virgin. And, you know, just just and we love everybody. But just so you know, Mary's not a virgin. no more. Joe and Mary got busy after Jesus. Y'all better hear me. He had brothers. All right. So there were some kids after Jesus. In addition to that, um, if, if you when you look at her name, you understand um, that there's so much more to her. Um, there's so much more to her because she's in Nazareth, which means there's no way out. She's like, it's like growing up in a city where you don't feel like there's any way out of this. There's no way out of this. It doesn't get better. It's not going to improve. And Father, we pray that whatever Nazareth we are in, we would recognize that we would be the good thing that's going to come out of Nazareth. In John 1 and 46, 66, anything good come out of Nazareth. We declare that we are that good thing. We are that good thing. We are the good thing. We are the thing that comes out of the thing that nothing good should come from. My God. All right, let's go. 
So then, if you keep going, um, Nazareth, not only does it mean bold, Nazareth means this. It means sanctified. Sanctified means set apart for special use. Um, if you think, for those of you who can cook, if you think of sanctification like this, it's like you prepared something, if I listen, but it's not ready to be used yet. <laughs> Shut up. You prepared something, but it's not ready to be used yet. So you got it ready, but you got it over here sitting. You got it over here sitting. I think one of the reasons that I can't cook, and I can't cook because I don't want to learn how to cook, just for those, don't send me no lessons and cookbooks and all that. I'm good, y'all. Thank you. Because um, I, I love y'all. I know, but y'all be sending me. Bishop, here's a video. I don't want to watch some video. I don't want to learn how to cook. I don't want to do it. I want to do breakfast, and that's all I want to do. Um, but I, because I would see people that can cook, I would see them get stuff ready. And then they'd set it over here and say, I'm going to use that later. If you think of being sanctified, that's the same way God does with you. He prepares you and then sits you to the side. And for some of you, what happens is that you have been in preparation. And then you were like, come on, put me on, put me on, coach. And he was like, mm -mm, sit over here now. I got you ready, but go sit down. I got you ready, but go wait. Um, which has got to be. Uh, something that just like Mary, Mary's name means that it makes her bitter. It makes her bitter and it makes her rebel. It makes her bitter and it makes her want to rebel. Like, God, come on. Isn't it time? Mm -mm, nope. Not yet. But God, I'm ready. He says, you may be wrong and you may young and you may feel ready, but baby, you ain't ready yet. What? What? That's how sanctification works. Sanctified means I am set apart for his use. So he got me ready, but then he says, I'm not ready. You got it? Somebody say, order me a cookbook. Don't order me no cookbook. All right? <laughs> you can do it, actually. That's fine. You can do it. I will take it and put it with my books. All right? I ain't reading it, though. Now, listen. I'm just joking. Just love, love you. I'm just, I know you're joking, too. All right, look. If I look at this. Um, so then, um, it means uh, sanctified. This is what Nazareth means. So it's a bowl. It means sanctified. Then it means separated. In other words, there's no crowd that you find that you fit in. Who am I talking to tonight on prayer? There is no crowd that you find that you fit in. All right. That's why for many of you, when you connect, especially for my digital family in your city was not your family in your city was not your crowd. So when you popped on social media, somehow, some way you heard this man speaking and it began to speak life into you because where you are is your Nazareth. God, dog almighty. All right. Okay, but then let's take this further. But then it means this. It means crowned. What? Crown. The same place that sets her aside, the same place that separates her is the same place she learns how to wear a crown. Because from that moment forward, from that moment forward, everybody listen, from that moment forward, what happens is that her life is going to be totally different. And she writes a song about it. And in part of her song, she writes, you can read it in Luke chapter one, verses 46 through 55. She writes a song. And part of the song is she says, from now on, for the rest of my life, people are going to call me blessed. Shut your mouth. She's look, she said, look, I'm being crowned, but my coronation is not in front of everybody. <laughs> Revelation 510. And he makes us kings and priests. In other words, he's given me authority. He's giving me power. He's giving me influence, but he's not doing it in front of everybody. He's doing it in private. And I need for some of you to hear what this year has been for you. It is this year has been like a Nazareth for you. You've been separated. You've been sanctified, but you're also being crowned. 
The question becomes, can anything good come out of this? God, show us the good. God, show us the good. Come on, please type that on the screen. God, show us the good. God, show us the good. All right? I want to say this last piece. Her name, Mary. And again, as I said, many times you'll see her as this innocent woman and all of that, this young girl, and you know, and the Lord picks her and she ain't never done nothing wrong. Quite the contrary. Mary, Mary would have been on Girls Gone Wild had it been around back then. I need to say that to you because many of you, watch me, you got to be careful that you don't let your past um, make you think that it's disqualified you for your present or your future. God is so good at telling the story about Mary that he doesn't tell you what she did. He reveals it in her name. He reveals it in her name. He reveals it in her name. Because the name Mary, here's what it means, it wished for a child. As a Hebrew woman, a child was your symbol of, of accomplishment. So really, Mary wished for more. Wished for more. How many of you, you're grateful for what God has done, but you want to see God do some more in your life? Wave at me. Wave at me. Like, God, I'm grateful for what you've done, but I want to see more. I'm thankful for what you've done. I want to see more. I want to experience more. Like, I know there's more than this. I'm grateful for this, but I know there's more. So what happens? It's revealed in her name. To get more, she begins to rebel. She begins to rebel. What does that mean? God says, go right. She go left. Bible says, do this. She does that. God says, stand up. She sits down. God says, sit down. She stands up. Rebellion is a willful act of, listen, of defiance. It's a willful act of defiance. I want to teach this before we cover it in prayer. It's a willful act of defiance. I am not doing that. And I know I should do that, but I ain't doing it. Because sometimes when you want more, you will think, y'all ready for this? That you can manipulate God to give you more. That you can manipulate. God, if you don't do this, I ain't doing this. As if he negotiates with terrorists. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, forgive us for thinking that we can make you negotiate with us. God, by rebelling. By doing our own thing and trying to do it our own way. God, forgive us tonight. Forgive us tonight. Forgive us for doing it our own way. Forgive us for thinking that we were going to get there without you. Woo! Forgive us for thinking that we were going to accomplish it just with good business principles. The Bible said we will succeed not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, which means our spirituality will create our success. Not our strength, not our knowledge, not our intellectual prowess. It will be our spirituality. And then, watch me, whenever you get rebellious, whatever you do in rebellion is going to create pain. It's going to create pain. So let's think of some things that people do in rebellion. You get in relationships that you know you shouldn't get into. You rebel. Um, you withhold your giving and you know you shouldn't. You rebel. Uh, you withhold forgiving someone and you know you shouldn't. You rebel. You walk away from church. You rebel. You walk away from serving. You rebel. You um, should make something right with somebody you've wronged. You don't. You rebel. That's rebellion. So now you're going to create pain, which explains the last part of her name. And then I got to quit because I'm out of time. I'm going to cover this in prayer, which is this, which is bitter. So now she's bitter. Y'all better hear me. She's bitter. Hey, Caleb, she's bitter. She's bitter. And what's interesting about being bitter is bitterness is the residue of a painful experience. It's the residue of a painful experience, which means the experience is over, but there's some stuff left at the bottom of this cup. Let me see if I can say it another way for those of you who use dishwashers. You didn't wash the dishes, but as you're putting the dishes up, you look in the glass and you can see that sand in there. Who knows what I'm talking about? Come on. You can see that sand in there. 
That's what bitterness is like. It's over, but it's still in me. Shut up. It's done, but it's still in me. I'm out of it, but I'm not over it. I'm out of it, but I'm not over it. I'm going to say that a third time. I'm out of it, but I'm not over it. So listen, when the angel appears to Mary, y'all, and we're done, I just need to teach this so we can cover it in prayer. Because if you follow that sequence, that has been much of us. Come on, who will be honest with me? Because that's been me. That's been me and parts of my life and parts of my life. Come on. If at some part in your last five years that has been you, just put the hand wave emoji. Come on. Let's tell the truth. Let's go. Come on. It's eight o'clock. Come on. We got to go. How many of us that's been us? All right. I want more because I want more. I rebel. And the mess I create when I rebel makes a hell. <laughs> and that hell leaves some bitterness. Then you're bitter. You knew you shouldn't have dated that girl. You dated her anyhow. Now you're bitter because she with Billy. Y'all ain't saying that to me. You knew you shouldn't have messed with that boy. You messed with that boy. Now you better because he got your car and your credit toe up and he's in another place. Y'all ain't going to talk. All right. All right. So look, we've all done that. And here's the deal. And here's what I want you to see. Despite all of that, Mary remained faithful. And I got to just teach it so we can cover it in prayer. If you haven't shared it yet, share it. She remained faithful. And here's what I want some of you to understand. Just because you are dealing with internal fights and battles does not, you ready for this? Does not give you a right not to be faithful. Y'all ain't talking to me on prayer. Father, forgive us for thinking that because we wanted more and we rebelled to do it and we got bitterness as a result of it that we were entitled to not be faithful. Forgive us for taking out on you, God, our issue with a person. Forgive us for taking out on you, God, our issue with an individual. Moses did that. That did not work out for him. That did not work out well. He took out his anger with the people on you. He struck the rock and he didn't go into the promised land. And those ninjas did. Father, forgive us tonight for that sequence of events. In Jesus' name. Here it is. And we're about to pray. But here's the salvation part of it. Here's the amazing part. Y'all ready? Here's the amazing part. Y'all ready for this? Here's the amazing part. Gabriel appears to her. Gabriel, and y'all got to watch church on Wednesday night. Church is going to be amazing. You can come to the building in Denver. You can watch online if you're not in Denver. Gabriel, you ready? Gabriel's name translates to man of God. So the man of God came and gave her a message. So let me give you, as the man of God, let me give you the message tonight. Here's the message. The man of God comes to her and gives her a message. And the man of God says to her, hey, 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 Mary. Hey, highly favored one of the Lord. Mary gets nervous because Mary's like, look, I know I've been out here wilding, saying stuff I shouldn't say, doing stuff I shouldn't do, acting in ways I shouldn't act, thinking thoughts that I know I shouldn't be thinking, doubting the God that I know I shouldn't be doubting heaven. I, I already know that. So the Bible says that Mary, she sees the angel, she fears. And she says, what kind of greeting is this? Because she knew when the angel came, the angel was either coming to bring good news or coming to judge. Last time she read about angels appearing to people, they were destroying the city. So she's wondering, are they here to come deal with me? Are they here to come handle me for the way I've been acting? And instead, God says, listen, you are favored of the Lord. Everybody tap on the screen. I'm favored of the Lord. Everybody tap it on every social platform. I'm favored of the Lord. I'm favored of the Lord. In other words, God says, look, Mary, I, I'm, what you did wasn't right, but you wanted more. And I'm about to give you way more than you ever planned for. 
What you, how you handled that was sloppy and ratchet. And I should handle you for that. Instead, what I'm going to do, please type this on the screen. I'm afraid of the Lord. Instead, what I'm going to do, you, you wish for a child. I'm about to give you the, the son of God. I'm about to give you the king of kings and the Lord of lords. In other words, and it's the last thing I got to say. I just had to teach this little piece so you get it. In other words, Mary, what I'm about to give you is going to be worth the wait. What I'm about to give you, Mary, is going to be worth your weight. You were in Nazareth thinking nothing good was going to come out of this. You were in a situation where you wanted more, so you rebelled and you got bitter. And even right now, Mary, the truth is you ain't all the way the way you need to be. But I'm going to give you way more than what you asked for. It's going to be worth the wait. Let's cover that in prayer. You ready? Father, in Jesus' name, we declare that December, December is the month where we celebrate what you gave Mary. Mm. December is the month where we celebrate what you gave Mary as a result of her wanting more. You gave her something that was worth the wait. And we declare our faithfulness has not been in vain. Our giving has not been in vain. Our serving has not been in vain. Us doing right when wrong was happening to us has not been in vain. Father, we thankful and we give you glory that just like you said to Mary, you are the favorite of the Lord. That's what you say to us. Favor means preferential treatment. We are the favorite of the Lord. And for that, we say thank you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I got to stop. If you're watching prayer tonight and you are not a Christian, tonight is your night, right? Y'all got to go back and watch Sunday's message. You really got to go back and watch it. And you really can't miss Wednesdays. Wednesday, we're opening up this new series. And, uh, and I'm going to deal more with this Mary thing. Because there's something about Mary. Matter of fact, that's the title of Wednesday's message. There's something about Mary. You got to see how she responds to this. Because I don't want you to hear what I just said. You can do anything, guys. are going to be like, cool. Mm. You're going to see how Mary responded. Because after he said, okay, I'm going to favor you, but you're about to go through hell. You, you and Joe, y'all about to go through hell. It, your, me, your life's about to get so bad, you're going to have to go on the run for three months. But when you own the run for them three months, I'm going to leave you with abundance. I promise you, do not miss Wednesday. Okay, look, uh, and I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that's what happened to Mary. All right, so you got to make sure that you watch that. Um, if you're tonight on prayer on any platform, you're not a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night to come back to the Lord. Thirdly, you're like, Bishop, I have no clue where things stand between God and I. Tonight's your night. Listen, God loves you with an unconditional love. I don't care how you messed up, how you screwed up, whatever. God loves you. The good news is the bad news is wrong. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or you want to be sure. On three, on every platform, I just want you to do the hand wave emoji. Say, it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I just want to lead you in a prayer. I'm going to give you a simple text to shoot. So we can send you a message that's going to help you to make Christianity your lifestyle. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I need for you to do say, it's me, or do the hand wave emoji on three. One, two, three. Boom. Respond right now. Wherever you're at. Every platform, wherever you're at, I just want you to respond. Say, it's me, or do that hand wave emoji. We will wait on you. We will wait on you tonight on prayer. I believe that you are not watching this by accident. I see your hand. I see you. I see you responding. Come on. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you're in. I I don't care where you are headed to. You are not watching this by accident. And you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure tonight's your night across every platform. I have digital ambassadors that are watching right now. I need you to respond. I need you to respond. I need you to respond. Come on. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. I'm going to lead you in that prayer. I'm going to give you five seconds because I'm a little over time. Five. I'm counting you down. Four, 
respond. Don't don't worry about hitting that button. Just hit the button. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Three. Come on. Two. I see you. I see you. One. Listen, listen, I want everybody to pray with me. You can keep responding. And normally people keep responding while I'm praying. Mr. Fulman, why do I have to do that? The Bible says if you deny him publicly, he'll do the same to you. Just be public about it. Like, hey, it's kind of like clicking your relationship status on Facebook. You want everybody to know you got to pay. Let everybody know you love Jesus. It's just that simple. All right, let's pray. Everybody say this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Give me the grace to run this race in Jesus name. Amen. Wow. I saw many hands go up tonight across the different platforms. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to text the word decision to 59769. Even if you're looking on the replay, Text decision to 59769. When you do that, we're going to send you a text right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby. Guys, can I get a few of y'all to type that on each platform tonight? Last thing I want to do, it's the last uh, last opportunity to sow in the month of November. And I encourage you to sow. Put a seed in the ground. Bless what blesses you. When prayer blesses you, bless it. Some can do 25. Some you'll do 50. Some you'll do 75. Some of you 100. Somebody do 500. Somebody do 1,000. Somebody do 5,000. Got it? There's two of you that November is going to be your highest sales month. Uh, and God says, your seed tonight's going to do that. Those words will not fall to the ground. First Samuel 3, 19. All right. How do you sow? You go to Harvest Church, that search forward slash give. There's different ways on there. You can use PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, uh, all of that. That's uh, hello at Harvest Church, that search. Can I get a few of y'all to type that? You can use the cash app, the simplest and easiest way when you come into prayer and things like that. Harvest Church Give or Bishop Foreman with the number one. Bishop Foreman with the number one. All right. Um, but everybody, everybody put a seed in the ground. Your last seed uh, of the month of November. You know, it's good ground. You see what happens every single week. I hope you pay attention during BTS, BTS behind the scenes during church. Because if you look, those numbers change. And you can see what's happened. You get to see the lives that come to the Lord, the food that's been given away. Last week, guys, we gave away 4,000 pounds of food last week alone. We're getting ready in December like we always do to give thousands of toys away. I think the number is like just shy of 19,000 toys we've given away. Now, over 400 and I don't want to misquote the number, but I think it's like 406 or something thousand dollars given to both domestic and forward missions. So it's Harvest is good ground, not only because of the lives that are changed through Harvest, but because we're blessed to be a blessing. All right. So bless what blesses you. Harvard Church gave a Bishop Formal One on the Cash App. Um, for those of you who use text to give, you know how to do that. Um, and you can give through PayPal, Zell, Vimo, Hello at Harvard Church to Church. Love you guys. Somebody says I was number one in sales this month. Come on. Let's have a praise report for that. Come on here. One of our digital family. Come on. I love it. Congratulations to you. That's amazing. All right. Um, group therapy tomorrow night is no cost. All right. Um, and so, but I do need you to get registered for that. You can register on our website. Uh, so you can get registered for that. It's going to be amazing. Love you guys. I really, really do. Air hugs to everybody. I love you tremendously and I've uh, been using my giving. That is amazing. Uh, I love you tremendously. Have a phenomenal night, everybody. And to keep me in your prayers. Um, and, uh, I love you. Have a great night. Shalom, everybody. Bye-bye. My Instagram over here. Shalom, y'all.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost water gel facial moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.